Hello and welcome everybody to episode 24 of the All In Football Fantasy Premier League show podcast. I'm your host, the FPL guru, Alex Rex, and joining me today are the usual suspects of Thomas Hughes and Scott Williams. Boys, how are we doing today? Wonderful, Alex. How are you? Ah, I'm good. Scotty, it's feeling uh, good? Uh, yeah, um, yeah, is as well as expected. Another green arrow? Yeah, it's uh, they're coming out more frequently than uh, anything like that. We'll move on swiftly back to back green arrows for you, Tom, as well. Well done, but uh, and and uh, we'll we'll get into having a, a look at your success and also your brother's success um, that he's had this week. Oh, well, I don't, don't have to cover the old cues. If we can mainly cover Will and let's let's have the conversation about having him on the show, I reckon. Ooh, I like it. Well, if uh, if you do enjoy the show, please like the video or like also uh, on uh, social media and on where you get your podcasts from. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and also follow us on our social platforms, All In Football Pod, All In Football P on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. So let's get to reviewing Game Week 26 and Game Week 27 because we haven't spoke to you for a couple of weeks. Game Week 26 was the bumper Game Week. It was the Game Week where uh, Mo Salah delivered 28 points. Uh, for everybody's triple captain, if they did triple captain him um, alongside Mane with 26 points. I think these these two, along with Jota, are the top three scorers in the Premier League this season. They all play for Liverpool. Um, imagine if Mane was a bit cheaper. We'd all, we'd all love to have him, I think. Uh, Matip, Van Dijk, 14 points each, Liverpool centre-backs. And then Burnley went nuts. Nick Pope, Connor Roberts, Ben Mee, Josh Brownhill who everyone wanted at the beginning of the season, and Veghorst with 14 points, uh, and Harry Kane and Zaha making up the rest uh, of the uh, of the players for the Game Week 26 Kings of the Game Week. Game Week 27, uh, Ben Foster, 10 points in goal, playing Man United. Um, ridiculous. Of that. course. Honestly, it, when you look at a couple of the players in this team, you're like, how, how has this even happened? Uh, ben Foster with, uh, with 10, 10 points. Um, Cash 14, Mings 11, uh, Villa doing well there. Doherty, blast from the past with 18 points. Um, Shah at the back for, or Fabian Cher at the back for uh, for Newcastle. Suchek, again, last season, blast from the past. Romeo, Schlupp, what is this team? Um, it's, terrible team it? it's terrible, isn't it? And then up Vardy and Kane up top. So Kane going back to back in the uh, in the Kings of the Game Week. Kyle Walker-Peters with a fantastic performance. Um, I think he looked really good with nine points as well there uh, so moving on to the all in football podcast league um let's take a look at who was the um king of our game week in game week 26 and it was top of our league triple captain played gavin webb well done for me manager of the week <laughs> tom with the shake of the head he's tr- trying to catch him if, if kane had scored that one-on-one Damn. different it would, it would have been. Uh, you, I think you would have managed of the week, actually, if that'd have happened, wouldn't you? Um, but Dennis and Vekhorst, uh, performing. Bruno, Saka, Rafinha, obviously the triple captain on Salah. Robertson doing really well as well. The Robertson-Diaz debate. There was one point in it at the end, but they told 13 against Honestly, yeah, Leeds, were, if Leeds went so rubbish as well. I was just double depressing. That last-minute assist for Van Dijk made Robertson the slightly better pick by one point. So annoying. <laughs> Um, so well done, Gav. Uh, okay, credit to you there. Um, 164 points, and then the uh, the the king of our game week in game week 27 is Tom Hughes's better brother. No, I'm joking. You're obviously beating him at FPL this season. But uh, 71 points, free hit played. Well done to Will uh, Pope, Roberts, Livermento, Cancelo, Bowen, Ward, Prowse, Coutinho, Sterling, and Son. Vekhorst, and he got his captain right. Got Kane right. It's the pick. That was the uh, that was the right as a thing. fantasy manager, wrong as a Leeds fan. Though. Yeah, well, he uh, he picked a picked the right the right team to back against. Unfortunately for for he Leeds did. at the <laughs> moment, um, we won't we won't dwell on Leeds too much. I'm afraid for this pod. And then manager of the month needs uh, needs awarding. And for the first time, the man who is top of our league finally wins manager of the month. So well done to Gavin Webb taking the uh, taking the crown by 19 points over Will Hughes. And then uh, some uh, some guy called Scott Williams sneaks into third place, only one point off uh, Will. So uh, Gav joins Jack Howcroft, Sandy Punjan, Callum Burnett, and these two muppets beneath me. On the I screen. did not have an manager of the month on your belt. 
<laughs> Imagine calling yourself the FPL guru and doing a podcast with two people who have three managers of the month between them. One of them's beating you, and you Wait, still don't have a manager. Of the month have you, you've not had a manager of the month, and me and Scott both have. I've only had one manager of the week award. Right. <laughs> I know. But what, what position are you in? Fourth? Uh, Fifth? At the, at the moment, I'm fourth. I'm fourth in our league. Fourth overall. That means you are the most consistent player in the, in the league. You I'm, must be. I've come third once, second twice, like like fifth and sixth every, every other month. It's just not, not quite worked out for me, but still, I'd have passed Adrian Chippendale. Uh, this week, if he hadn't, have got so lucky Ooh. with his players, and I hope he's listening. Sorry, I've just seen. I've just seen someone on there that we'll be seeing later on this evening. He's had an absolute western this week. Yeah, game for Dave. <laughs> well, but this is this was the big swing between the free hits this week. So I, the, I assume he didn't free hit then. Uh, no, he didn't. But so the average score for a free hit team was fifty-seven, and the average score for non free or the average score for uh, the overall for the week was forty. So it was slightly less for non-free hitters. So he probably got about average to score for non-free hitters. Um, but Adrian Chippendale didn't free hit this week, and he got sixty-three points. So if, if you're looking at a score fifty plus, you didn't free hit this week. Yeah. I mean, fantastic. I, think Jack, I don't think Jack did either. I think he no, just Jack did didn't. subs, didn't he? Yeah. He did. Um, Jack, actually, and I'm going to, we'll do um, a little bit of a look now. That's a really good segue, Scott. I, I pulled some data off about our league um, and just to, to have a little bit of a look at, that's uh, the wrong spreadsheet. Looking at the chip usage so far for us guys in, in our all in pod league, um, everyone's got one free hit left to use at least. But Jack's the only person in the top 11, obviously, with, with two, two free hits left to use. And uh, we've got Baz as well. He's got in the top 20 between him and Jack. The only ones with two free hits left. Um, so interesting to see how they use it. And I think that the real debate is going to be, um, for the majority of managers, have their wild card and the second free hit left. So the majority of managers do that we're talking to. How they are going to navigate the next few game weeks? Are they going to wild card this week or next week to then free hit in 30 or wild card this week, next week to avoid using the free hit and then use it in 33 or moving or any other game week? But then you have got these other guys. Gav, obviously top of the league, but he's used his, free, his wild card already. Cully used his wild card already. Obviously, Cully's nearly used all his chips. Crikey. <laughs> wouldn't be cool if he didn't really use all of his chips, would it? As well as doing 400 transfers so far this year. I, I think I'm beating him on that. I think we'll I'm good. Oh, well, we will. We have a look in a second. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Um, but uh, yeah, we've and um, we've got uh, who else is it? Martin Wheel as well. He's used his wild card. He's only got one free. So there's a couple of people who've got some things to to, to navigate. But general chip strategies are how are you going to use your wild card and how are you going to use your second free hit? And everyone's got their bench boost left other than uh, bottom of our league, Olu Watabi uh, and, uh, and Gav, who used this in game week one. Wow. Worked quite nicely, actually. Um, so everyone else is going to use as their bench boost left. So that's the, the, the chip situation. Um, a lot of people use the free hit this week, a lot of egg horse captains, but uh, the Kane captainers were the men uh, that that's, were successful this week. Adrian, uh, Will Hughes, and uh, the guy who was uh, second this week, manager of the week, our apprentice, Liam Ormsby. Uh, and oh, shout out to Len Deacon as well. He also uh, picked out uh, Harry Kane. So w- what you were just talking about, Scott, there, um, in terms of total transfers made, uh, Cully's reined it in this year. It's 33. Um, you're on 38. <laughs> um, there's, only, there's only Len who's oh, uh, taken, on, Len. taken so many hits. <laughs> uh, 48 transfers. He's done. There's only him that's done more transfers than you, Scott. But you've really turned it around and got close to the top. Adrian's been 27. I've got 29. So we're doing the uh, basically the least amount of hits along with Will Hughes, 26. Jimmy's really... Jimmy's really I bet Will's boys, forgotten isn't you can tell the people who, uh, who aren't. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I wonder who Jimmy's two transfers were. How's Chris made? How's Chris made eighteen? Because sometimes he can be bothered, and then other times he doesn't do it at all. Um, but yeah, so you can see averages up there. Not that, not that many hits, to be fair. Um, but yeah, and looking as well at the overall ranks of the guys in our league. Um, Gav six six k overall, and Tom, you're eighteen k overall. Adrian, 42. I'm at 60 in the pod team between us. We're 97K. Um, we've not done very well the last few weeks. 
And then, yeah, we've got uh, Jeff, David Byrne, Will Hughes, Cully and Jack all in the next 100K and then you and Callum in the next uh, next 200 there, Scott. So another green arrow, you're up to 220K in the world. I think it's uh, it's pretty good to see five teams from the podcast in the top 100K. I think if we can, and the amount of people that are in 100K who will use all their chips just will be quite high, I would imagine, just because well, people do. So I'll, you probably, I'll show you. Uh, <laughs> Well, so you'll probably find a lot of the people that are in that 100 to 200k gap at the moment got a good chance of sneaking into that top 100k on the end of the year. It's been really difficult because I think the standard has been really high. So when I look, I've taken quite a lot of content if I can possibly. Pretty much everyone that's like a content creator of some descriptions in the top 200k this year. Pretty much everyone. Um, there's and. The, quite a lot of them that, you know, do fantasy football scout, fantasy football hub content and data. They're pretty much all in the top hundred K. So it, it, it's actually really tight at the top between people that know what they like, know what they're doing and are really actively, uh, actively involved. Um, there are some people of course who are in the top 10 K who haven't even used a chip yet. There's 60 players who haven't even used a chip. So they're like teams that are just probably dead teams. <laughs> just sat in the top 10k which is crazy but um looking at overall usage um in the in the top 10k uh for this was usage in this um in this game week free hits were about 45% um and a lot of people 80% of people managers in the top 10k have used their free hit 80% have used triple captain um and 36% have used their wild cards so there really is that blend of managers who have, you know, a wild card left, free hits left. And, and, and that now we've had double game week 28, 29, blank game week 30 is now basically being confirmed about who's going to play. Now is the time when we're going to sit here and go, right, how do we navigate these next three weeks? Because these next three weeks are full of doubles and, and then blanks. And then how also do we view the landscape moving forward? Um, so, yeah, that's what we're going to look at first. Um, ben Crellin's a great guy to follow on Twitter because he does, he does really good, easy-to-use graphics like this. Um, so this gives you a really good, clear idea. I'll just um, go as well back to, to fixtures because they've updated this now on, on the FPL site. Um, this gives you a really good idea about who plays who and, and who's got good fixture rankings and ratings afterwards. So it's been confirmed game week 28. We've got a double game week for Aston Villa, Chelsea, Leeds, Newcastle, Norwich, Southampton, Watford and Wolves. Then looking at game week 29, we've got double game weeks for Arsenal, Brighton, Everton, Liverpool, Newcastle again, double-double for Newcastle, Spurs, and that's where we're, we're, we're at the end of. So um, West Ham don't have a double game week. Uh, United and City don't have double game weeks. Leicester don't, Palace don't, Burnley don't, and Brentford don't. There is a possibility, by the way, that Burnley's fixture um, that against um, Southampton could fall into game week 29 because the space for it to happen, but it's not been confirmed yet or anything. Against who, sorry? Southampton. Um, so the fixture that was supposed to be in game week 30, the space for it in 29. But so Southampton could end with, with a double-double with Villa, Newcastle, Watford and Burnley. Yeah, which if that happens, I mean, that's an incredible double game, double-double for Southampton. But then they blank in 30. So here's, here's, where, here's where we all like, need to really like take it all in. What we can do... You're taking a picture, Scott. Scott's taking it. <laughs> screen grab this if you want to. But this is where we need to take it in because do we then build... Do, you have to team dependent. How many double game week players have you got? How many of... You know, what teams do we want to attack? This, that and the other. Fine. But do we want to build a wildcard team if we are going to wildcard in 28 or 29? that then we can navigate game week 30 with and not use our free hit, or do then we go really super aggressive, hit target 28 and 29, free hit in 30, and then all then sort of just sort of take it from there after that point. Um, because when we look at the fixtures that are actually happening in game week 30, let's just say Everton beat Boreham Wood tonight, which they should. I know it's the FA Cup, anything can happen. But then there are only four fixtures that are going to happen in game week 30. Wolves leads, 
which leads under a new manager, who knows? Uh, and Wolves' defensive stats have been slipping slightly. They've not been as good. Villa-Arsenal, anyone's guess what happens in that game. Um, Leicester-Brentford, which should be a bit of a mauling by Leicester, I'd have thought, because they seem to be showing a bit more form now. They've won one game since December, Alex. But still, you know, they're, they're back, on, back on a bit more form. Jamie Vardy's back. Game on. Yeah, Vardy, Vardy party. And Spurs play West Ham. Anyone's guess what happens in that game. So my problem that I have with this is I look at that game week and I go, well, I don't really see loads of points being scored in that game week. Famous last words. I don't really see loads of points being scored in that game week. I really, yeah, I really don't want to use a free hit if I can help it in that game week. So then if we look at building a wildcard team, um, looking at the fixtures here, then we need to incorporate players which are going to play in game week 30, even if it's nine players you have at the start. You then need to have a look at game week 30 and go, right, what, what would our free hit team be in game week 30? Let's just do it now. What would our free hit team be in game week 30? I have written this down already, by the way, but I'll, I'll get, come, to, come to you boys first. Who uh, would, Kane, who would be Kane, Son, two of them, innit? Yep, Kane, I think Son. Bo- Bo- Bowen's probably still in form. I don't, I don't, I don't love Kane Son against a West Ham defense that doesn't really leak that many goals. So I, I agree with you, Kane Son, a hundred percent agree with you, but not looking at that optimistically either. Okay, so Kane, so let's just say, for example, Kane and Son potentially, uh, Bowen, yeah, because you know at the end of the day they aren't very good, are they? Spurs at the back. Who else would we look at? I'm not going to lie, um, I'd like Jamie Vardy in there. If he's yep. back, swing him. Yeah, Vardy and maybe Madison for Leicester. Yeah. Um, Madison, Madison slash Barnes, I guess. It depends. Mm, Madison yep. seems to be on it, though. Um, I'd probably avoid the we, yeah, Watford Everton game, unless you'd have to go for like a Dennis just to get the value. Well, what, Watford Everton's not going to happen if Everton beat Boreham Wood. So we'll just, uh, we'll, we'll, we we'll just take, get rid of that. Cause we'll get rid of Boreham Wood. So really if there's only four fixtures in that week, basically. Yeah, yeah. So if, ignore Watford Everton off this I like I like a Jacob Ramsey. That'll free some funds up. Yep, I like that as well. Um, I mean, it's it's Arsenal away at Villa. I know they're away away, but you'd still say for me, I'd be saying Saka. I'd probably think about another Arsenal attacking asset. But yeah. Villa haven't been very good recently, so I'd be more inclined to back Arsenal in that one. So I'd probably put an Arsenal defender in as well. To be honest, I was probably not Ramsdale go... and a defender, but one or yeah, I feel like a Wolves defender as well against a. Really out of sorts Leeds team, and let's be honest, we all think he's just going to really shore it up, aren't we? Um, and you're not going to have no guarantees, yeah. But I mean, he has to, he's only going to do one thing, really, can't he? Um, so I'd probably go for like a maybe even like a Sar or a Kilman or someone like that. Or some yeah. I think some Meadows injured, didn't he? So, yeah, the only thing I'd say on that one is it looks like Bamford will be back for that game, so okay, so. Um, if if we, if we look at that team, then let's let's bring it together because this was the team I put together last night. So and we've basically just listed it off, which, which is which is basic. This is the thing. This would be what the all the all the free hitters have as a team. Yeah. Sa Oshmichael, keeper. Um, I put Tierney, Wolves defender. Then maybe like Cash or Dinia, maybe, and then like Armati and Huover, uh, both three point nine million bench. Options who play for Leicester and, and Wolves. Son, Coutinho or Ramsey, depending on budget. Bowen, Madison, Rafinha or Saka. And then I put Kane, Vardy, and then I just put Geldar up front as the third attacker. And that came to 98.6 million, even if you have Coutinho over Ramsey. You're talking your way into making me do free hit this week, now. Free hit. I think, I think the, I think the thing, Alex's point, that was really just kind of, I open my eyes a bit. Is that going to be what everyone's team is going to be there for a free hit? Exactly. So then if you're going to look at that as your free hit, so that, that's basically the free hit team. How many of those players would you put into a wildcard team? Yeah. We'll do this week. It's a good point. But, and I'll be honest, I don't, I don't love, personally, I don't love having loads of t- players from the same teams competing against each other normally because I always think, you know, Generally speaking, one team has a good game. There's games where maybe it's free all, but they're pretty rare. Most of the time, you know, Arsenal go and beat Villa 2-0 away from home. So having those Villa assets isn't great. If you've got 
you know, both teams, players from both teams, it doesn't always bode well. And if you've only got eight teams to choose from, you're going to end up with that in this one. And I think you've, you've just, in that five minutes, Alex, you've taught me out of even considering doing a free hit in that week. <laughs> what, even five I'll, minutes? I'll, about 20 seconds. Two minutes, I will not be free hitting there. And now I'm actually thinking I should free hit this week, wildcard next week, take the blank and then go from there. I'll put together. It, sorry, it's quite interesting though, because like I'm looking at them teams. I, I, that little run for South Villa, I probably want one or two Villa players in. Um, no, and then, Southampton and then, at home, yeah. And then Leeds as well. I'll probably have Rafinha in there for sure. Um, well, I've, when I look through this, I flagged three teams as fixtures you'd want based on the fact that they've got at least three games over the next three game weeks. You've yeah. got Wolves, Leeds, and Chelsea. Wolves have got Palace and Watford at home, Everton away, Leeds at home, really good four, and they play every single week. You've got Leeds with four fixtures. They play Leicester away, Villa at home, Norwich at home, Wolves away, pretty good fixtures, and they play every week. Then you've got Chelsea with Burnley, Norwich away, Newcastle at home, and then they blank. So you've only got three fixtures, but three very good fixtures. And then and they've got Brentford, in... Southampton, Leeds. Yeah. Exactly. And then the run was great after that. So I mean, I think you've got to look at Wool uh, Spurs there. I know Everton, crap, Man United, Leakey, Brighton. And you've got Kane and Kane and Son. I know they're, they're so inconsistent at the minute, like Spurs That's as a team. Them, isn't it? Yeah. But when they're on, I'm not being funny, Kane looked unbelievable. Um and so I would probably have a I would probably have a couple maybe of them. But so know. then I was looking this, at this last night. So I then looked, did, I did this wild card team, right? Thought about this wild card team. And this wild card team would give us seven double game week players in 28, six double game week players in 29, and then 10 playing players in game week 30 without doing any transfers. So right, it was. Wait, let me read it out so I can put it into my <laughs> app then. It was, it was one of Saar or Schmeichel. So one of them, Foster as the backup keeper because it's cheaper. Cash or Dania, Tierney, Cody, Trent, and then a cheap 4.3. So I put Liveramento in. Son, Jacob Ramsey, Bowen, Salah, Rafinha, or Saka at the same price. Kane, Brozier, and Watkins. And that came to 104. So a lot of people's team values when we have a look at... Uh, is that going to let me... Bring it up. A lot of people see him as 104.8, 105, 104.5, 105, 104. Like, you know, people could potentially afford that team. With some small adjustments, yeah. Depending some, on the budget. Exactly, some small adjustments. If you wanted to take Saka down to Martinelli, which is what we'd have to do with the pod team, because of our pod team value, we just couldn't quite afford it. So we'd go Martinelli instead of Saka and Rafinha, for an example. So with a few tweaks. But that's seven Sorry. double game week players... Six double game week players. So this is this is what I'm I'm asking people to do in terms of like almost like an this is the exercise to do to find out what you want to do. Because then you then need to look at your own team <laughs> that you've got right now and go, right, how many players have I got doing playing in double game weeks? So let's just look, for example, at the pod team. Let's look at let's look at this, shall we? Let's go pick team because it's easy, we can see that. So double game week is this week for the pod team. We've only, we've only got three. Oh, we've got four, sorry, Josh King. Um, we've got four. And then the week after, we've we've got triple Arsenal, triple Liverpool. So that's six. And then I think that's it, isn't it? Six players, six to work. So we've gone four and six. We don't, we're not really maximising then those two game weeks, are we? And then also have a look at how many players we've actually got playing in game week 30 here. So uh, Watkins... Bowen, Coutinho, Martinelli, Tierney, and Ramsdale. Ramsdale. So we've got six currently playing, and we've only got 28, 29, and 30. So we've got three free transfers. So all those three free transfers would have to be geared towards not using a free hit in game week 30. And then, so we'd have to get Kane in somehow. I mean, because he's pretty much, that's kind of a guy that you always have to get in, even if you don't get in Son. Um, we'd have to look at somehow trying to get uh, like one of the one of the other defenders in, because at the moment we've only got one defender playing in game week 30. So do you know what I mean? Like We then have to then plan our transfers for the next three weeks to make sure we don't use a free hit. Or, or 
going to all blow everyone's minds now. <laughs> we could just do like a minus four this week or even a minus eight this week, not use a wild card, see what plays we could get in, free it in game week 30 anyway, and then save our wild card until after. You've put me off free hitting 30. I don't think the value's there. I think if you've got... I agree with that. I don't think the got, value's there. If you've got a full roster of fixtures, even if they're not great ones that don't stick out, at least you've got options. You can back teams that you think are going to do particularly well in that game week. You don't have that in this. You are going to have a template team that matches everybody else. And the chances are you're going to have three players, four players from the same match, which is very unlikely to get returns from it. You know, generally speaking, I like having one one or two, max two attacking players from a team. And I don't like to be have anyone on that competing team if possible. It's obviously not possible all the time. But I certainly wouldn't want a situation where my whole 15 is playing each other. That just... I, I think you've, you've won me around. I don't think there's value in that. So I think I'm definitely thinking, even if I've only got five, six playing players in that game week 30, I'll just let that one, I'll let that one ride. I'll take it as a hit. I'd say six maybe is a, bit, a little bit less. But if you've got like eight, my, my, line, my line's like eight. As long as they're why? Like... If they, if I, my point would be if there's six that you back. So if I'm backing Kane, who is Spurs playing in that week? West Ham. So if I'm backing Kane over Bowen... Do I need Bowen? If I'm back in, or if I'm back in Spurs to be inconsistent, do I just keep Bowen and I just leave Kane? I, I think that's the choice that you can make, and you can look at it and take a bit of a an educated guess on those ones and say, do I need those in? I'm not rushing to have Villa players in for a fixture against Arsenal, even if it is at home, because like Scott's already said, their forms rubbish so I think you can look at those fixtures pick the teams that you think will do well in that week which is limited and then just take a gamble take I'm, I'm, I'm going to be running that one low it's an interesting one isn't it because you've got no you've not got Man City at home to anyone you've got no big boys Liverpool at home to anyone you've you've got all them teams where you're drooling and you need if like if you had Liverpool and um, City you'd want free free of each wouldn't you yeah. away we go Um but yeah, I, they're, they're quite they're really hard to predict those games in that game yeah. week thirty. Like they, 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 anyone can win them. There's no bankers there at all. Um, I think it is. I think it is quite a quite a decision. That there's only Leicester really against Brentford, isn't there? The way you think, like Leicester yeah. should win, should win that game of football because they're at home to Brentford. Brentford away aren't good. You'd you'd go Leicester should win that game. Other than that, like yeah, generally you kind of look at the other games and go, I wouldn't be surprised if there were draws. Or no, team I'd, one. I'd lo- I was just thinking I'd love to have five defenders in that game week and a goalkeeper <laughs> just because I can't predict you know Wolves probably going to keep a clean sheet at home to Leeds most likely and that game their games are never more than one max two goals in it so probably clean sheet there West Ham at home Spurs you know those games are never flooded with goals that could just be defensive assets in game week 30 so you you two veering on a wild card and then a wait for your free hit later down the line. I'm I'm not gonna lie, because the teams that are in have doubles and twenty-eight are not teams I would necessarily wild card to. So I don't think I'd you got wild Chelsea card to this is, no. the, this is the trick. So so let right, let's I'm just, thinking free hit. That Chelsea, that Chelsea run is naughty, isn't it? And that Chelsea double game week has completely like Made me rethink, like because uh, before, okay. who would who would we pick? Right, so this is another conversation. Right. Who would pick game Chelsea? You know in, I'll tell you now what I'll happen. It'll be one, there'll be nil nil Burnley, and then it'll be a one nil Norwich win. Jorginho will score, but let's jump on them anyway and get three players in. Who do, who do you will. pick from? Who do you pick from Chelsea? I, mean, I, think James, I think I think Reese James is all. I think I think Mason Mount is always good to have. He always looks very dangerous. Um, I must say, and I know Jeff Belcher is not going to like this. Havertz is very, he has impressed me every time I've watched him play in that false nine. Um, I think he looks really good. Uh, ZX top of the stats. I know. And, he, just and gets, he just gets rotated, doesn't he? He's top of shots, top of XG, top of XG. He does. But, but also, he gets rotated and he still is beating all the players that play regularly. So. I, it's 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 annoying. Ziyech annoys me because I feel like he should be. I mean, let's just take this back for Chelsea because they haven't really played that many games. Like Mason Mount has to be 
you know, has to be someone that's thought about. I know that someone was talking on um, one of the podcasts I was listening to about maybe having his minutes managed. But if you look at him as a player for just even, let's just Chelsea for the whole season, um, Mason Mount is, he's played 20 appearances, come on four times. He's, he's been up there in terms of appearances and um, he's, he's up there in terms of XGI. Like, what is, um, what's Chelsea's defence been like recently? Because I've, I've, you know, well, Mount, I had Mount two last night. To Luton. Yeah, to Luton. Oh, yeah. They, they doubled. Sorry, when they had the doubles last, Mount played like 12 minutes. I remember because I brought him in for it. Didn't play in the first fixture, so I was sure he was going to play in the easiest second. I think it was against Brighton. He came on for like 12 minutes at the end. So I think the point that if they're making a point that uh, Mount's going to get rotated, I buy into that because that's what they did last time. Whereas, you know, someone that's pretty much a guaranteed starter, maybe like a Thiago Silva with the fixtures they've got in those two game weeks is it is it worth having a Thiago Silva I'd, and then like a Reese James rather than a mid I wouldn't double up on that defence looking at their record recently yeah. I, I didn't double up on them before I'm just and I'm, I, you know I hate defensive double ups I'm just throwing it out there as I, an alternative. Def- I def- personally would never not do it I'd have an attacking fullback like a Reese James and, and that would be it for me it's weird isn't it because he's played a back four sometimes too cool recently hasn't he like and and then he put Malang Sar or whatever it was at left back and Sol was he there last night and it, it's so I've got Alonso yeah Chalobah played right wing back was it in the final did he quite, quite I just I I just don't I just don't trust Tuchel's team I, I, this is this is where you know we we had this rotation conversation at the beginning of the season and then you know we, I jumped on Reese James too late and missed his haul and it, it's very. It's all a bit, it's all a bit gambly for me, and they they always are as as just as a team. And I, and I try to have a look at who who does who does he like the most. I feel right. like there's more rotation on Chelsea this season than City. I feel yeah. like you're safer going for City assets this season. There is, and that's down to City injuries as well. But at the same time, yeah, I, I agree with that. So look, let's look at his players that he likes the most. Tuchel, uh, Rudiger, twenty two appearances, not never come off the bench. Yeah, so. You know, you're not going to get screwed with 16 minutes. Um, Mason Mount, and and don't forget, Mount has been injured like a decent amount this season. Yeah. He, he is the the number one attacking midfield pick that they've got. A decent what, Alan? I know. I thought that was it. I said it. Mount's been injured an amount. Uh, Jorginho as well, obviously picks him a lot. Mendy, Thiago Silva's the next centre half. It's Alonso. And then that man Havertz, 16 appearances. He started more games this season than Kovacic, but he didn't want to believe that if I told you that before. So pick the bones out of that lot. Because if I was wildcarding right now, which I might, I definitely want some a Chelsea attacking asset in there. Because I feel like these fixtures that they've got, they need to be attacked. You, you can't just... You can, I can't look at Burnley, Norwich and Newcastle and go, I put Rudiger in. <laughs> I just... I can't do it. Because I think it's... Just, so, I'd, I'd, if I was wildcard, I'd have two Chelsea players. So, just to go back before we push on to a little bit more about Chelsea, how, how does that affect then my game week 30 team? Um, it, it, it's, it makes it difficult. And I'll tell you what, if you have a Chelsea defender... And you don't want a wild card, a free hit. You don't want a free hit in game week 30. There's no room for Cancelo. Can't afford him. And who's brave enough to drop Cancelo? I will be. Scotty? They've only got, they've only got two fixtures in the three game weeks. Yeah, so. I'd drop him. You lose all your value out of him. I've had value for this year and uh, sometimes it's worth it. Yeah, yeah. But, you, but the thing is with Cancelo, you won't get him back now. That's it. He's, he's, he'll have gone for the season unless you... I rip might up do, your team if I downgrade uh, Harry Kane. Yeah, you have to rip up your team structure. So, so like, he probably, probably then, probably not getting him back. It's like if you, if you lost Trent right now, you, you, wouldn't, mm. you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to get I, Trent back, really. I get, I get your point. You would lose a lot of team value. Um, I'm not so bothered about the team value. But, I'm not so bothered about the team value. I'm bothered more about the fact that I don't think I'll be able to afford to get him back. I mean, for me, for me personally, so I have two Liverpool defenders, so I would probably be more probably want to take one of them out and get a midfield like a Jota back, potentially. 
Yeah, that's okay. one way I would look look at going because I would like a reach. Look at that. Look at that run: Burnley, Norwich, Newcastle, Brentford, Southampton, Leeds, West Ham, Everton, Wolves, and then a leaky Man U and Watford. Yeah, and they've got Arsenal and Leicester. Are to they going to win the reschi- They've got Arsenal and Leicester to reschedule to put in there as well. So they've got two extra fixtures. So they actually play more matches as well. But also, they're still in the Champions League and they're still in the FA Cup. And Tuchel loves a rotation. So, yeah, anyway, the Chelsea debate is there. I think if you're, if you're chasing for me personally, you absolutely go on Reese James because you know what his upside is and he's an exciting player. And for me personally, if I'm going for any other player to stick in my midfields, Mason Mount. That's what I'm doing. Um, I do like Havertz gamble, though, as well. <laughs> Boys, nail your colours to the mast. You've got to go two Chelsea players if you're wildcarding right now. Talk to me. Rhys James, Mason Mount, just because he plays on average 70-plus minutes a game, if you average that out. I like that. Thanks, Tom. Good start. Just yeah, Reese James Mason Mount because Mount's cheaper than Havertz, right? Yeah, like Havertz is Mount right now. Let's have a look. Havertz <laughs> is such a false prophet as well. I agree with you, Scott. He has looked really good at, in patches recently, but he's, just he's, never yeah, delivers yeah, yeah. In, the, in the league. He's seven a great cup five. final player. If you could get points off cup finals, I'd have him. Well, seven point eight plays seven point. Oh, very similar. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. yeah, Lukaku scored again last night, though. So, <laughs> someone, someone uh, on one of the pods uh, was trying to make a case for Timo Werner. I turned it off. Um, <laughs> I'm not listening to this nonsense anymore. Uh, watch him deliver now. So, right, yes. If you were putting them together a wild card team, I think I'm just confusing everyone who's listening to this podcast anyway. I think that and the people on the podcast, but carry on. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so, if you are putting together a wild card team, then. Let's just say, so that, that draft that I was putting together, um, I, I don't, I mean, probably Tierney has to come out to fit in James or Cash and Dina. One of those two have to come out to fit in James, I'd have thought. Um, I'd need to downgrade somebody else somewhere else. Um, and then probably Son or Bowen have to become Mount. That's where you're at with it. And then you've lost two players for game week 30, but then you're still putting out... Um, obviously, you can still use a transfer before then, but then you're still putting out eight players with is it, two free transfers. Is it better losing a Spurs player who play West Ham? Is it, is it at West Ham or is it at Spurs? Uh, let's have a look. What's in capitals? Tottenham are at home it's to at West Spurs. Ham. Yeah. Even so, I still don't love it. Spurs are playing a single game week as well this week, so I, I wouldn't. I, I think that makes it quite easy. You probably wouldn't have Son. You probably would put Mountain instead, and then you've got the Newcastle at home versus the double game week for Manu and Brighton away. That's tricky, isn't it? Um, anyway, so the- here's a question for you then, Alex. Take out 28, 29, 30. <laughs> you yeah. got 31 to 38. The fixture swings. In terms of if I was going to not wild card, so I just use try and get through these this next three game weeks, maybe just use the three here, but I'm going to use my wild card. What's the best? I guess you want to use it pretty quickly after that because we talked about this before in terms of getting full advantage of a wild card. You're talking about six weeks. So if you go from 31 to 38, you know, what teams would you be, would you be doubling up on basically at that point for the running? Two, two factors to that. So, obviously, the fixtures that are there already. So, Chelsea, Leicester, Arsenal, Spurs, they've all got really quite good run-ins. Um, I'd be nervous to double up on, like, Chelsea and City because of their rotation. I'd probably pick one asset from each if I was going to wildcard after. You know, like, would I choose, would I, would I choose like, to keep Cancelo and keep him and then have, like, Mount for Chelsea or something? But um, I'd never, ever sell in Trent and Salah. Just ever because I think that would just be a bad move so I'd look at the fixtures here the swings yeah Chelsea Leicester you've also got to look here at how many fixtures people have got left to then rearrange so Leicester have got three fixtures then to rearrange additionally and they've all got to slot into between game week 31 and 38 so they've got more fixtures than anybody else I've got left so they'd be a team I'd 
I don't know who I'd pick from that team, though. I can see Jamie you falling into that Jamie Vardy trap again when we all brought him in for the couple of weeks. That's it. I, I guess what, what, I like about, what I like about Madison over Vardy is value because Vardy's yeah. going to take 10.5 million. It, so you can have to, he's going to be one of your premiums. You can have like Salah and Vardy, like you'd have Salah and Son or Salah and Kane, unless you're going through premiums. Madison's like a cheap, you can have him in there at a relatively mid-price. He's not really cheap, but relatively mid-price midfield, and you can get away from him really easy. Probably just one transfer, whereas I think Vardy would take two. It's Vardy to Brozier, midfielder in kind of thing. It's one of those, though, isn't it? It's where, like, one of those where strikers, as we've said a million times in this podcast, have been awful this season, whereas your midfielders have been as you could could throw a blanket over 20 that you'd have probably right now in your team. Um, but, that, that's, but that's part of the reason I picked Madison is because you could have him as your fifth midfielder whereas if you have Vardy you are tied got, to Vardy yeah, but then you then you've, got like, like, you've got two transfers to get away from him but then you've got a debate there in your own head about um, who am I taking out yeah but that, that's why I'd go for Madison because I don't know when those fixed doubles are going to be so he's a cheap way of me if I'm wildcarding now for example I can put Madison in and almost sit in there and just play him when I want to so if the doubles come in at a good time Madison well, an, comes in it's an easy move from Vardy to like Lacazette though isn't it <laughs> well it is it is in theory but then to get to a midfielder or something like that I guess that's the difficulty is normally when you're taking a high value striker out you're not going to go from Vardy to Kane probably because all your money's good at it, so it's a bit more difficult you're not going to go from high value striker to high value striker I don't think maybe you will but normally you're trying to get to another midfielder or something like that so it's um I mean, game week 33 and game week 36 are the ones where you're going to have your doubles. Um, and if Leicester don't make like the final of the um, Conference League, then they'll have like a double in 37 as well. So I think my my thing is, if I don't wildcard this week, I don't know. I don't know when I would. I think it would have to be the 31 or 32 because then we'll know who's got a double game week in 33 most probably at that point because the FA Cup fixtures are in game week 30, quarterfinals, semifinals are in game week 33. So we'll know who who blanks and who doubles in 33. And then also we'll have a better picture as well um, about who's still in the Champions League and the European competitions. So who's going to double wear a little bit afterwards. There's just There's just a lot of fixtures to fit in still. And we kind of don't know where they're going to be. And you, yeah, it's about when you're going to use your chips around it. If I can, if I can, I'm, I'm, I'm almost, I'm trying not to free hit in game week 30 because I don't see the value. And I think if I was going to then free hit somewhere else, I'm going to say where it's going to be. It'll be game week 33 because game week 33, there's a potential that let's just say, for example, City get through. City then might blank against Wolves and um, and then not so they might city might blank that week. Don't know they might do like and then your wolves you haven't got a word of wolves players or city players and you might have like two players from those guys and then you also have like Chelsea still in the cup Liverpool are still in the cup well Liverpool play Villa well what if you've still got Ramsey and Coutinho have you got four players blanking in game week thirty three but other than they get it so there's there's that's why I think if you get a wild card now. I would 100% wildcard a team that means that you don't have to free hit in 30 because I feel like you're going to need that flexibility at some point in these game weeks with one of those chips, personally. God, it's so, so hard. It is so hard. And we've got about 12 hours to make a decision. <laughs> no, you've got longer. It's deadline Saturday, mate. Saturday, half 11. Thanks, Scott. Was there no Friday kickoff? No. It's uh, okay. at 11, my... sorry guys. You boys are first live on BT. <laughs> Against the team, Leicester team, that's just won all the George. That's really good news for us, though, because normally if Leicester had gone into that on a losing streak, we normally love to give the teams their first win after a while. So we did it with Everton. Did it with Not you. being too harsh, Tom. You like to give anyone a win this season. Uh, yeah, yeah. But you'll bounce. You'll stay up in, oh. in March, whatever your name is, we trust. <laughs> Jesse. So what I will say is like, so let's f- figure out now um, 
if you if we were going to then wildcard this week, obviously I've just read out a wildcard draft like that. I, I potentially would do at, at that point, which made sense for players to play. I incorporated the Chelsea players into there. Are there any other players that you would think are must-haves over 28 and 29 that you would want to have in like your wildcard draft? If we were piecing this together for the pod team right now, are they, you know, look at those fixtures. Is there, is there anywhere, any of those teams you go, that we must have them that maybe we've not already mentioned? I've, uh, definitely, well, we mentioned them, but definitely Southampton based on what you said about them potentially getting another double in 29. So I definitely be looking at Ward Prowse slash a Che Adams or if you can't get to him a Brozier. Yeah. Okay. And definitely Livermento becomes really, really attractive because he's cheap and he could have four fixtures over two weeks. So Liver is a really good shot. Are we just assuming everyone's got three Liverpool players, yeah? Yeah, I think if I was wildcarding, I'd only do Salah and Trent. I'd probably agree with that, actually. Yeah, I probably would as well. Um, so we've got those guys. Um, who would your keeper be? Good question. I don't like that one. <laughs> We're not here to talk about keepers too long. Forster. <laughs> if, if I was wildcarding for the next two weeks, Forster? I don't know. Like, yeah. the oh, thought you, I you, thought you were saying Ben Foster really posh. Uh, Forster. <laughs> Forster. <laughs> um, he does great. still play golf, so I haven't, doesn't he? Yeah, he does, yeah. I'll tell you what, uh, man, it wouldn't be. David Day. Look at those fixtures. Awful, aren't they? So I think it's basically between Ramsdale, Schmeichel and Saar. Mendy as a throw out there. But you can rotate Mendy's, Mendy. Mendy's very expensive, isn't he? You can, yeah, yeah, you can rotate Mendy Carty as well. So I, 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 the Bravka is an option. It's cheaper. Double and Tottenham in 29. Double, double. Um, yeah, I think we have talked and we've talked Snooks. So if we're just on about 28 and 29, I think we need to. Newcastle are not looking bad, are they? Let's be honest. Like, no, I let's think, do it. I think Ryan Fraser could be an option for Newcastle. I think he's ex, like, and he created the most chances in the last few weeks, is not he? Yeah, yeah. Him and Joe Willock are the two options I'd look at with Newcastle because they're, um, not, like, they're not terrible now. They're <laughs> actually doing all right. Um, they've been on a they've been on a good run. Um, targets four point seven. Willock's five point seven. Obviously, Chris Wood's going to play at six point seven. Chris Wood, by the way, he he will get to ten goals. Yeah, and this is going to be the this is the week where Jack brings him in. I, think. I, I can see it now. I, Jack brings in Chris Wood, double hat trick. Yeah, um, and then he doesn't score him for the rest of the season. Gets rid of him, um, but you, you can feel it. But Dubravka, four point four mil as your backup keeper. But, you know, he can play in these two double game weeks as well. Fraser five point three. Um, when you look at his returns in the last two, he got eight points there to get thirteen against Everton. But he's also like, I mean, this whole like, oh. Eddie Howe hates him because and, uh, uh, the, the, the other at Bournemouth, well, whatever, actually, he just fulfilled his contract. So, you know, fair play. 86 minutes, 90, 74, 73, 90, 82, 90, 78, 89. Those are the last game weeks. He, Eddie Howe plays him. So I, 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 I'd agree, Scott, when we looked at the statistics, I think you could look at a Ryan Fraser at 5.3 million. We all know how streaky Willock is, don't we? You got an assist and then a goal goal. Last three games, six, ten, and eight points. Is this Willock the second coming of Joe Willock for the last part of the fantasy season, like he had last season? They're all they are all options. The problem I've got with midfielders for Newcastle is who do you drop like out of these midfielders that you want to pick? Yeah, it's a tough one. I would I would even I was looking then, I must say, like a Dan Burn. Yeah, the guy's the guy's seven foot eight. He's always a threat from corners. 4.4 mil as well. And he played, he's going to play 90. He was injured then, wasn't he? Oh, do you have COVID, I think? Uh, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90. What's Sam Maxman's injury? Because he's a forward option. So stops you having to make a decision in midfield. I think he lost his hair, Van Gogh. He did, didn't he? When his dreads <laughs> fell out. Yeah. Uh, no, but 50% chance of playing. He got a knock. He, he always has a knock, doesn't he? Um, but he hasn't played the last two games. So if I was going to go for a striker, it probably it probably would be Chris Wood. Can't believe I'm talking about Chris Wood. He's not scored since game week twelve. I'm getting him in. Why him and Dan Burn. I'm going to get him oh, in. Imagine, imagine. The thing is, Dan Burn's not a bad shout. He's going to play. Um, who's playing centre back with him? Lascelles, or is he? 
What is he doing? No, he's not uh, played. He's, he's been dropped, hasn't he? Who's starting with him then? It's um, is he target play? Uh, Shah. It... Oh, it's Shah, is it? Yeah, Shah, that's it. Oh, hold on, this lad, I didn't even notice it. I know he got a good points return. He's be 4.3. Yeah, I was it's close out of them, but just because Dan Burns. Taller, yeah, he's taller, so you got to go with him, and he. So, but, but that's interesting. So, but yeah, so as you, as you cheaper, so you know, I talked about Livramento at four point three. Well, maybe get rid of that four point three option and uh, at Livramento and put like Dan Burn in. Um, I think I'd probably be more tempted to not have a Villa defender like Cash or Dania. Yeah. Um, I know they've got a double game week this week, but maybe drop one of them instead for your, your damn burns or whatever. Matt Target's had some points, but he's not delivered for uh, Newcastle yet. But he's also going to play. Um, so, yeah, Newcastle. Scott, your take on these guys then? Who would you I'm consider? very excited for Newcastle, I'm not going to lie. I've, um, I've always been quite complimentary about Newcastle on these pods. You and, have, uh, you have. <laughs> I, I must say, the... the, uh, the uh, yeah, the little Ryan... No, probably not Ryan Fraser because of the midfield's too strong. I would get... Literally, I think I'm going to go Dan Burn, And I, I wouldn't mind rolling the dice just for banter on Chris Wood. Is he a poor man's weghorse? Who knows? Could be a better man's weghorse. You never know, do you? Um, so if we were... let's We're building this We're building this wildcard team. So Dan Burn, Chris Wood, Dubravka. We've, we're tripling up on Newcastle. It's um, a smart option. Uh, I would obviously vote that down. That's <laughs> outrageous. One is too many, but uh, would you? What do you think? Rest of the season, would you look at? Um, are you happy with Ramsdale? I think he's de- de- delivered really well. Um, obviously, Sars, you know, a good keeper. Um, Ramsdale's good. I just, just I, it, I just make the wrong option every week about whether to play him or not. So. Yeah, maybe. Also, we look at value. So, someone like Ramsdale, for an example, but that's that's all up for grabs. And then your wild carding, I'm guessing we'd all we'd all put Harry Kane in. Yeah, for wild card. I think it's a relatively straightforward decision. Uh, would we look at Brozier or Adams or to to go up front with? Um, or, or would the Watkins Ings thing just is annoying me now because Gerard's like, I want to play them both. I find it frustrating because I and Watkins went and scored last week and I've not got him in my free hit. What a troll Watkins When we all free hitted him out of team. And then he comes back. Do you know what annoys me, right? I, in my head, I've got this training ground of these fantasy players and then he didn't play for me. So he just comes in all arrogant Monday morning and that really annoyed me that thought. And I got I had to pull him to one side and have a word with him about performing when I got him in my team. He did the shush, shush, didn't he, when he scored? Yeah. That was all Shushing all those free hit players. It was. he was doing. I would say I would say go for Brozier or Adams over a Villa attacker. Yeah. Okay. So Brozier or Adams for an example, uh, Trent Burn and like Liveramento or Kyle Walker Peters or someone like that that's in there as well. Um, I think then if we, we'd have a, a, a Wolves defender, especially if we were having Ramsdale in goal, um, and then yeah, it's, a, it's that debate. I think we have to. I think Jacob Ramsey's the value midfielder, isn't he? The pick four point eight million. And he's then got the double game week. Southampton. Great enabler. Yeah, great enabler. And he can he can definitely play. Uh, he will play every week. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I prefer Coutinho because he plays more advanced and he's a better footballer. But still, not not that fussed. Um, would Son? Then you look at Madison. So then we're looking at someone like Madison, maybe, or Mount, or you see, this is and and. I'll sort of pause the conversation there because we could, we could go on about this between us now, which we're going to do anyway once we talk about the pod team. But for everyone that's listening that hasn't turned off by now or their eyes exploded out of their heads, these, this is the sort of exercise to do. So look at your team. Look at how many transfers. So this is what I just did for us now, by the way, for our pod team, if I can get to it now. So to not use the... Um, the, the free hit, for an example, we'd need to get a Wolves defender in at some point um, out of these lot. We'd need to get maybe like Cash or Dina in and we'd have to get like Son or Rafinha in out of these. And you need to then plan your route to get there. And we're still then stuck with King and Edward. We'd, we'd need Kane. So no, Sorry, King. I'm just going to point it out there. Worst shout of the season on the pod that Edward. <laughs> it, no, it, it, Did he play it, one minute in the double game week? <laughs> 
It's rivaling Lucas Mora, for sure. <laughs> Mora was a better shout for that. It's not Alex's worst decision, though, was it? Do you remember when you left Br- uh, Bernardo Silva on the bench? <laughs> Please don't let me. I'm never going to live that down. This is what you get for putting yourself out. I was definitely still drunk. So, um, Edward, obviously, we need to quite, So we need to get rid of Edward somehow. We need to get Kane in. You know, who would we drop out of the midfield? We've already got a lot of value in there. We need to get rid of Foden out of this defence. Well, we had to drop like Robbo on game week 29 to then facilitate it. You have to then look at your process about how you would get to the team that you need and then how that would affect your double game week players. Um, so run, run, your, run your list. Do your little... I mean, this is also never going to work, is it? I, I try to do this all the time, don't I? Do your little graph. Do your little thing about who's going to play where. This is what I do for my team. And then see what fits and see what works. And, uh, and yeah, then make your plan. I think for me, it's going to be wild card this week. Not free hit 30, try save it for 33. It's probably what plan's going to be. So, say that again, you're going to... Wild card this week, probably. Wild card, yeah. Not free hit in 30. Uh, and then free hit probably in game week 33. Bench boost uh, let, me ask, 36. let me ask you, why would you not wildcard in 29? Because my team only has like three double game week players for this week. And I think with my wildcard draft, I can maximise this game week and have seven instead. Okay. And then second follow-up question, when the hell would you use your bench boost? Game week 36. Okay. Or, or, th- or, th- or 33. That was all my questions. But, but yeah, I think 36 just looks like it's going to be a massive double game week. I think because we've got so many fixtures left, um, it just seems like the right game week to to use your bench boost because I don't think we'd have to really do much preparing for it. I think we're probably going to have nearly every team having a double game week because even the teams that have fixtures that aren't, even the teams right now that don't have any fixtures left to rearrange other than maybe West Ham and Wolves, Leeds and Brentford. That's what we've got there. But the Brentford might have more postponements. Leeds might have more postponements. West Ham and Wolves might. All of these teams potentially are going to have games to reschedule. And game week 36 is the left free midweek by the Premier League for catch-ups. So it just feels like it's going to be the the one. And uh, I don't think any team will blank. Um... I think, unless you guys have got anything else to discuss. No, <laughs> no, but... We'll have to look at fixtures and captains. An hour week. of discussion. <laughs> an hour of discussion, and I literally have got no clue of what to do. So, Let, well, thanks, let's look, thanks for that. Sorry. Let's look, at fi- let's look at fixtures and captains then for this week. Um, and because uh, we, we'll, we'll have, have chance to do another pod before game week 29. Green fixtures on that one, isn't there? I know. Yeah, there you go, isn't it? Um, double game yeah, week. Double game week for, for Villa, Southampton and Leeds. Double game week for Chelsea, Burnley and Norwich. But do you trust the captain any of those options? Double game week for Wolves. Who would you go with, really? Who knows? Newcastle, Scott's going with Dan Byrne. Um, Southampton, you could go with a, a striker there. You could go with Adams or Brozier. Like, it, I feel like a lot of the captaincy options are just really quite tepid this week. So, boys, discuss. I don't know. <laughs> would you look at Villa? Southampton. You all look my easy answer. No. No, you wouldn't look at Villa. So no, no, no so they're, at home, they're at home for their tough fixture because Southampton are in form and they're away for their easy fixture against Leeds. So no for me on Villa. So you uh, wouldn't consider them? No, because they're at home for their hard fixture. So they've got a good team coming to it at home. So normally you'd have home advantage, but they've got a good team coming. And they're away for the team that, so if you base in the fact that teams normally have home advantage, they're going away. So in theory, Leeds is an easy fixture, but they're playing them away from home. If, if, so my point is that neither of those fixtures are really perfectly favourable in the fact that they're playing an outformed team at home or an informed team. Sorry, an informed team. Yeah, so it's it. like, yeah, it's double-double, double jeopardy. I think if Bielsa is still there, and this is not me saying Bielsa is a bad manager. He just plays this certain way, as we all know. I'd be tempted to go for a Villa. Um, 
captain, but not. I, I hate, I hate it against the new manager. You've no idea what he's going to do. Yeah, so and also an informed I'd, I'd, Southampton as well. Yeah, I don't say I'd be looking at Chelsea. They're the ones that stick out. Two, two on paper easy fixtures. If you've got a Chelsea player, um, like I say, it's not like you've got you're not debating against the Chelsea double like that, and then or a Salah at home to Watford. You've not got that. They've got Liverpool. Have got a really tricky game there with West Ham coming to town. Would you look at Kane against Everton? Single game week. It's probably the best. Probably, probably the best single game week. No. Yes. Yeah. It's Definitely. Everton a Super Bowl. That's why I'd look. It, so and Spurs. Also, I've just lost the Middlesbrough. Yeah, the Spurs. With the full team out. Yeah, no, but that's away from home. Medals, uh, Spurs, Spurs play better at home. It's it's, in, it's it's tricky, isn't it? Like with captaincy this week, because you know West Ham at home for Liverpool. A lot of people will just go default Salah and hope. Uh, I think that's going to be a lot. The point on Sp- on Spurs though is most people don't have Kane in, and now all of a sudden we can throw him in for a double against Everton. I'm uh, sorry for it as captain against Everton, but most people he's not been doing well enough for people to actually bring him in as an option. Um, so I guess my argument there would be you're going to bring a player in for the first time captain him for one fixture I'm not sure that's the right move well the thing is you bring Kane in because he plays Everton then he has a double game week and then he plays in third yeah so if, you, if you're using chips then yeah maybe slightly different but I, I are you going to go for Kane or Son I don't think most people have gone for Son yeah I don't and I think a lot of people have gone for Son but more because he did return better than Kane up until the last few weeks but also because team structure. So like everyone had so little money up front that getting to Son was way easier than getting to Kane. So I think like a lot of people went to Son. And I mean, Son's an option for captain, I think, against Everton in a single game week. I just don't think Everton are very good. So, and my my problem with Chelsea is he's just... I think this is where I'm going to contradict myself massively is because the players that I would think about captaining could quite easily just play 10 minutes a game. So I, I would consider Reese James, but he's coming back from an injury. So I don't think he'll play both games. I'd look at Mason Mount. He could easily be a sub in both these matches. It's yeah. I don't, it's, but whereas, you know, Kane's going to play nine minutes against Everton. So it, it, the, I think there's a real debate on the captains. I think we're going to, but also to, to, to throw the other side out there, I think if you get your captain wrong this week, unless someone decides they're going to bag way more goals than what they're expected to do, I don't think you're going to get kicked very hard if you get your captaincy wrong. Like, you know, there's not going to be many, there's not going to be, no one expects Kane to get a hat trick or no one expects like Coutinho to get five attacking returns in a double game week. I don't think that you're not going to hopefully get hit too hard. We've not even talked about Mr. Mo Salah yet. No, West Ham at home. Um, let's don't forget Dennis and King have double game weeks. I honestly, I might wildcard this uh, just to get them Watford players out. I'm so <laughs> sick of looking at my team every week and seeing three stripy shirt players on there. I'm so <laughs> sick of it. You had to soak on the bench as well oh. when he scored. <laughs> Honestly, it was going to come in at one point, wasn't it? It was one of my favourite moments of the season. I, I, I think getting hit them out and Antonio is out. It's going to be one of my favourite moments. Yeah. Um, but like Scott said, deadline is Saturday. Um, massive captaincy debate this week. We're going to see a right range. Um, I do think in the end, we'll see a lot of Coutinho captains who've got him. Um, and I think we will end up seeing a couple of Chelsea gambles and then some really neutral Mo Salahs. Um, if a couple of people have got Kane, I think that'll be the four captains. We'll probably see Salah, Kane, Mountain, Coutinho. Between Ooh. them, we'll end up getting the... the a, little, um, a little Ruben Neves for Wolves. Throw it in there. He scored his worldy though, didn't he, already? Um, you never know. Might do it. So anyway, yeah, those are the captains of choices. And uh, we'll, we'll call it a day there because um, I think we'll have sent everyone to sleep by now because, I mean, I'm exhausted. I forgot that um, we were doing a podcast, to be honest. I thought we were just talking. Uh, that is part of the problem today. That's how it feels. And it's got dark outside since I first started. So uh, thank you, everyone, ever so much for tuning in. We will attempt to get this uploaded as soon as we possibly can do because obviously the deadline being Friday, we'll do our very best um, to, to get it up as soon as possible. Thank you ever so much for listening. Please like, 
and share the video, subscribe to the channel and give us a follow on our um, uh, social media platforms. You'll have a look and see what the pod team decides to do um, as well. We'll see what potentially our wildcard team is if we decide to do it on All In Football Pod and All In Football P on Instagram, Twitter and TikTok. Scott, thank you very much. You're welcome. It's been a Thomas, pleasure. thank you very much once again. Thank you ever so much for tuning in, everybody. And uh, goodbye for now.